welcome to Stand and Deliver, a JoJo podcast. This week, episodes three through five of season three. Think about love. It's great. I love that game a whole lot. Sure. Right up there with Final Fantasy VI for me because it's actually got a fucking coherent plot. I know who these characters are and I understand what their motivations are and I see where the plot is going. It's not like Final Fantasy XV where like they kept bringing stuff up, like bits of lore that sure would help if you explained it in context, but they don't. So then I have no idea what's happening. Oh, it's in that movie. King's Glaive. Great. I want to get right on never watching that. Why not? Because uh, it was torn to shit, critically, for one. Nah, it's fine. Word of mouth was that thing sucks. That movie has all of the backstory for Dino. Oh, great. Dino. What? Now you're turning on Dino? And always did not like Dino. Dino was oh, I was now, laughing. I was laughing at Dino. I wasn't laughing with Dino. This is revisionist history. I'm not <laughs> going to stand for this. You love Dino. You were saying he was the best character in Final Fantasy 15. Look, I just look. I just don't want to be on a recording saying that I love. You Dino. already are. Ah shit! That other one we did on the tube. You told me you weren't going to upload that. You're the one that uploaded it. Oh no, I said all those things about the Japanese. Yeah, well, nothing we can do about it now. Well, I'm Larry Davis. With me is um, World War II propaganda aficionado George Brundle. Yeah, maybe. Uh, he hates the Japanese. That's why we're watching an anime. This is all a torture plot. <laughs> Uh, I frequently go around and tell my employees at work uh, that anime is not allowed. Yeah, if you see a Japanese person, you just kick them in the shins, and then you say, <laughs> well, they make cool devices, though, and you listen to your Walkman. Yeah, just smack some Beatles on in there. and Uh-huh. Like, you, you just <sighs> pick a Beatle up off the ground and smash it in there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I just cram it in. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Whisper sound very myself. good. I'll name you John Lennon. Uh, do you see Mark David Chapman was denied parole again? Uh, no, but good. Yep, that's that's good, right? That's the opinion I'm supposed to have on that. That's a good thing. <laughs> I don't know what opinion I'm supposed to have on the guy who shot John Lennon. <laughs> I mean, he's probably bad. 
I mean, that dude shot someone to death, but I also heard John Lennon was a jerk, so I just don't know what to think. Both things can be true. <laughs> this week, hey, we're back here in part four. Diamond is unbreakable. The best part, as far as I'm concerned, uh, watching this is a joy. Uh, I I love it. What do you think, George? Yeah, it's all right. We're ending this show. <laughs> this is it. This is the last episode. There will Oops. be no more. Uh, this first episode is good. Uh, the second one's also good, and the third one's good. It's a good three episodes. I had a great time. I like it a whole lot. Part four is pretty great. Okay. So this, uh, we were talking that's about... what you wanted me to say, right? That those That's what you wrote down on this paper for me. This week, we're discussing uh, the Nishimura Brothers episodes. Uh, there are three of them. Uh, how how do we start this? You tell me, because I don't remember, even though I just watched them last night. Well, this isn't good, because I watched them early on in the week, and so I also do not remember. Great. Yeah, no, this uh, new plan of mine to not take notes anymore, because it was making this take forever to watch episodes. Oh, I didn't know this was a Maybe plan now. I thought it was just because he got tired last week. Uh well, I mean, yes, but then also going into this week, I was like, man, taking notes sucks. So I'm going to see if I can't remember three episodes off the top of my dome. Well, uh, I do that's remember because, like, I stopped taking notes about halfway into the first season. And so <laughs> that's why I've been relying on you to actually give the play-by-play. Well, great. What's Danny doing? Let's just, like, pay him a buck or two to take notes for us. I'm not going to pay him anything. Notes Master Danny. No, never. Look, I mean, if anyone's got the attention to detail that we need, it's Danny. I mean, look at how many hours that fucker has put into the last Monster Hunter. I thought you were going to say Warframe, but I guess that's also probably no. accurate. I mean, Warframe at this point is too easy. That's low-hanging fruit. Mm. People who listen to this won't know what we're talking about. We both know someone who has at least... Well, you know what? Steam is open right now. Why don't I just get us a direct figure? Yeah, just check the... <laughs> Let's shame this guy that I know yeah. by telling everyone how many hours he has logged in Warframe. I mean, it is legitimately disgusting, so... I am deeply concerned about him. <laughs> it's you... the times when he's not online that I am the most concerned. When he's not playing Warframe, that's when I know something is wrong. <laughs> Uh, 2,521 hours. Uh, you know, that's actually still more than I thought. Yeah, 74 hours of Monster Hunter World, but reminder, that is the second time that he has purchased that game. Yeah, uh, PlayStation uh, doesn't keep track of how many hours he played something. Thankfully. No. Yeah, whew. Anyway. Uh, we do open this episode on, uh, so I guess a bit of a retraction for us, because we had... The way we kind of talked about Angelo Rock in the last episode. Yeah. Um, my favorite B-52 song, by the way. <laughs> was okay. that we sort of figured um, maybe they weren't depicting it the way that they do in the comic. Or even There's an Angelo Rock. It's as big as a whale. <laughs> yeah. Remember that time he had a whole song about how people were afraid of his penis? Sure. There's a monster in his pants. And he does a little dance. Yeah. So, 
they do show the rock uh getting good and fucked up in this because angelo's glove is still like wiggling around and is trying to get into like a kid's mouth that walks by mm-hmm. and so joe's cave fucks him up even more so at this point like i guess he's like barely even sentient he doesn't have control over his stand anymore yeah uh, but before this, he's talking about how, like, uh, some guy shot him with an arrow. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, oh boy, I, I got real sick from that. Then a yeah. ghost came out of me. So the thing is, this whole segment is like a Russian nesting doll of flashbacks, because I think it starts with Jotaro in his hotel room talking to somebody on the phone, and then it flashes back to this part of them at the rock. And then Angelo flashes back to getting shot by the arrow. Yeah, it's just like Batman Odyssey. Sure, there's a jive-talking wizard. Uh, <laughs> Batman rides a pterodactyl. There's the part where he just shoots oh, guns man. at a whole bunch of people on a train. I kind of just want to talk about Batman Odyssey now. <laughs> I don't. Batman uh, Odyssey, talking about low-hanging fruit. I mean, yeah, no. Well, here's the thing about Batman Odyssey is I feel a lot of people are not aware that that exists because I think DC does not want people to be aware that that exists. Uh, I don't think not. DC wants people doesn't want people to be aware that Neil Adams exists. No, they just keep him in a not. basement. Yeah, lock him up with all his uh, uh what is it, expanding Earth theory? Probably. Oh God. And the fact that whole that whole comic is just a vehicle for that too. Um, look, you, probably you've not heard Batman Odyssey because the amount of people I've come across who have not is frankly shocking to me, considering what Batman Odyssey is. Uh, go look that thing up; it is insane. You can also get it for very cheap. Uh, yeah, I think like one version of that's no longer in print. I don't remember if it's the hardcover or the softcover. I got the hardcover for like four dollars. Well, hot damn! I got the soft cover. Yeah. But yeah, that thing is uh, it's wild. Yep. A lot of shirtless Batman eating bananas in it. Oh yeah, weird uh, wild there's, stuff. <laughs> there's a bit where Rosal Gold comes over to his house, and he gives Batman some very distressing information, and Batman's just nonplussed by this whole thing and just lays on the ground and takes a nap. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, like, oh, wake me up when Roz has something interesting to say. The most Batman response to anything: take a nap. Ah, oh, there's that whole bit where the cavemen are like stabbing a man to death, and Batman's just going like, oh, uh oh, oh, this isn't good. Ah, oh, cheese, guys. Batman Odyssey. That that's been your review. Uh, go check it out. Yeah, that's no, a Written. must read. Written and illustrated by Neil Adams, who is good at neither of those. Yeah, trust me, I bought Battle for the Cow. I've got great taste. You bought what? Battle for the Cow. Oh, it sounded like you said you bought Butt for the Cow. <laughs> I thought, like, what? Is this something about Bat Cow, <laughs> the best character of Grant Morrison's Batman Inc.? <laughs> I'm just kidding, we all know it's El Guapo. Anyway, yeah. um yeah, uh, but, uh so people walk by Angelo Rock now and the tradition is to go yo Angelo and then this rock groans at you. Yeah, well, 
Okay, so so we're skipping. Angelo was in prison. He got shot by a mysterious person with the arrow right oh, in the yeah. mouth, and that gave him the power of the stand. Uh, that goes back to them at the rock, and uh, that's when he starts getting the the glove thing in the kid's mouth, and Josuke hits him a whole bunch more, completely merging him with the rock and creating the terrifying Olmec-like structure that I remembered. It's weird that the previous episode ends with the tourism thing of Angelo Rock when he wasn't quite in the finished form yet. Yeah, we also that was what that, confused me. That repeats in this episode too yeah. as like an interstitial. So well, yeah, and also like the final Angelo Rock shows up in the end credits, also in mm-hmm. the previous episode. So again, like I kind of thought they just sort of skipped past that. I didn't remember them finishing it. So, uh, I should probably ask, since it's been brought up and we're talking about the Angelo Rock, uh, the music you're using for this episode is going to be Can't Stop the Rock, right? No. Ah. Uh... No, it has to be something related to... Alright, oh. well, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, it'll be, uh... Feel Like Making Love by Bad Company. Alright, that's... That's acceptable, in yeah. lieu of Can't Stop the Rock. So, yeah, uh, he looks super gross now, and uh, Jotaro's, like, very concerned about this whole arrow thing because he remembers a photograph of Anyaba holding an arrow. Uh-huh. And he he orders that this is sent over from the Speedwagon Foundation. Uh-huh. So they are still present. Yep. Which is good. Uh, I hope this continues into part five as well. If Speedwagon is ever not a if Speedwagon ever stops becoming a part of this, I think that is the point that I'm out. I don't think it ever stops. Good. I mean, I don't know because this is like part four is as far as far as I've gotten. Five will be uh, entirely new to me. I know several of the characters and kind of generally what Mm -hmm. happens, but like details, everything I have not read it. So yeah, actually, Stone Ocean is the one that I think I know the most about outside of uh, mm-hmm. what we have available to us. I don't know, I got real curious about Stone Ocean at one point and read up a bunch about it, So, which, you know. Yeah. At the time, I figured they weren't going to make an anime out of it, so... Well, it'll still be the... quite a while until they do, probably, so... That's, that's true. Uh, unless I keep reading articles about it, I will probably forget everything. Plus, uh, I've, I've been using the JoJo's Wiki, so all of it... Like ninety percent chance that it's wrong anyway. Yeah, probably. Uh, but yeah. Um. So, Jotaro's just kind of like he goes over to um Joe's case house to see if he's there, but he's not, and kind of just drives away and like uh, misses Joe's K and Koichi. We say hi to the Angelo Rock. Uh, and then they end up getting kind of like sidetracked with this like super dilapidated house that's near Josuke's. Yeah, a real monster house situation. Yeah. I mean, I lived in a place that had a lot of homes that looked like that for a period of time. Monster House, co-written by Dan Harmon. Oh no. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Rick and Morty, uh, Emmy-winning series... Uh. <laughs> How long in Monster House did it take before Dan Harmon drank too much and started crying and halted production? Because I feel that's the one constant with working with Dan Harmon. 
I feel like it didn't happen until after the script was done, at which point it didn't matter because it was a movie. Now, something continuous like a TV show, that's the problem. Well, he gets up to, I want to say it's the fourth season is usually when Dan Harmon goes off the rails. Mm, third season because, four of community yeah but like he, he was gone in season four of community uh, so he unraveled during season three yeah, well so that's sort of what i'm getting at is season four is the four that you feel the impact of whatever had happened with dan Harmon because with rick and morty it was that like they did not finalize anything for season four for a while uh, some would say the end of season three of community is where you could really see it starting to slip uh, yeah, I suppose. It's been a while since I've watched Community, and I kind of don't want to ever go back to it, really. I do, but I would like to just skip four entirely and uh, just see how it goes, because apparently it got good again when he came back. Um, well, But maybe. also, late in season three, like that's the one that had the video game episode, which was really bad. I think I may have blocked that out from my memory completely because I don't recall anything about that. I remember the uh, Christmas special where they did the claymation thing, and that was also awful. Yeah. 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 Anyway. I also remember some things about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, a show that I watched earlier this week. A couple of things. So yeah, yeah about Inyaba and the Stand era, which now has been officially introduced... I can tell you that uh, the thing I mentioned in the scene with Dio meeting Vanilla Ice in his chamber was that the stand arrow was visible in the background, uh, which was not say... in the comic, because Araki does not plan anything out ahead of time. No. I, I also want to say that during that scene where he's like testing out his power for the first time, that Inyaba's holding an arrow, but maybe I'm misremembering that. Might be right. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I don't want to go back and watch any of those episodes and fear that my stomach will explode again. So I'll never find out. Yeah. Um, but cursed actually, anime. It's weird because, as much as Rocky is averse to planning out anything ahead of time, during this batch of episodes, we kind of do get an example of him setting something up to happen later, which is mm-hmm. a real rarity. But we'll get to that later. Yeah. So uh, they are kind of walking up to this house because uh, Koichi thinks that he saw somebody in the window and Josuke is like, uh, the realtors like come in there with a broom every month and just like have to scare all of the squatters away. So probably saw a bum. Just a bum. Just a homeless person. Just a vagrant. Yep, just your run-of-the-mill hobo here in Morio. Yeah, sure. I mean, I've had to deal with a lot of hobos in my time. None of them have had haircuts as sick as Elder Nijimura. <laughs> no. Also, I'm glad you also cannot remember what his name is, because I was just thinking of him as Elder Nijimura. Just okay, like the Togoro great. brothers. <laughs> Perfect, we're on the same page then. Uh, I've actually somewhat forgotten the younger brother's name it's more that i am not sure how to pronounce it okuyasu or okuyasu okay. they seem to kind of go back and forth on it okay see i gotta run these by you first so i can just hear it out loud in an american accent and then i might be able to do it it's kind of like either jotaro or jotaro like depending ah. on but uh, you know it's jotaro and 
just say Okuyasu. It'll be easier for both of us. It'll always be Jotaro to me because Jotaro just sounds dumb. Jotaro sounds right when it is in Japanese in the middle of a Japanese sentence. Yeah, in English, it sounds they, stupid. Yeah, and that's how they say it during the entire English dub. So. Yeah, I hate it. But even in Japanese, yeah. they say Jotaro pretty often, too. Yes. So, um, then, we, as we all know, Dio, only one pronunci- pronunciation of that. That's right. So I'm one true Dio. So Koichi decides to, like, trespass, even though there's a giant sign that says no trespassing. Sure. Koichi don't care. No. Uh, and he pays the price for it because... Uh, <laughs> Okosaku shows up and he <laughs> got it in one. Damn it. Adball. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> he, shows up and... he shows up and kicks the gate shut onto this little boy's neck yeah. and starts like suffocating him with it. Mm hmm. Josuke appropriately is like, yo, that's fucked up. How about you stop that, man? Like, cut it out. Also, Okiyasu has, like, one of the best costumes of anybody in the series. Yeah. Which is a just... school uniform just with dollar signs and yen signs on it and the word billion on it, both in Japanese and in English. Hell yeah. Uh, I do like that his older brother has in the, on the same sleeve, it says trillions. Yep. So you know that he is older and uh, also better. Well, well, no, I know actually, but like, it's his way of look. He's older, so he is the superior brother, just like the Tuguros. Yeah, sure. So uh, speaking of, he shoots an arrow into Koichi's damn neck. Yep, while he's stuck in the gate. Yeah, great. So we get a lot of this little boy's lifeless body. Just laying there gurgling on blood in these, like, next two episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Josuke's about to get into a fight uh, with Oko something. Oku? Yasu. Oku? Yaksu. Almost there. Oku Yasu. Look, I'll get it right in, like, another three episodes of Stand and Deliver. Okay, I- Yes. I was about to say no, and then you said of stand and deliver, and I thought, yep, okay. Yeah. It's going to at least take me, like, talking about this show for another five hours before I get it down. Yeah, about uh, ha- halfway through the season, you'll get it. Yeah. would also like to mention right here, uh, you had seen footage of which JoJo game was All-Star Battle, I think? Uh, and, yeah. And you saw Okuyasu, and you thought... That guy looks cool, and I bet he is the uh, Zappelli of this part. Sure. And Every I've... part has a Zappelli analog. Yeah, and I, I went, thinking ha, 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 Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mostly meant it in the sense that he's, like, the main character's um, best friend, so to speak. Like, Jonathan had the strongest connection with Zappelli. Uh, Joseph had the strongest connection with Caesar. Uh to be fair, in absence of pretty much anybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I kind of thought that Kakuin was going to fill that role in part three, but then sort of not really. Like, I think everyone was fairly balanced. I think if anybody, it was Avdol, <laughs> maybe. 
Uh, possibly. I don't know. Polnareff and Jotaro actually got a lot of time together. So well, I, I meant like as mentor figure, but yeah. sure. But 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 yeah. When I said that originally, I wasn't trying to phrase it necessarily as mentor figure so much as like main character's closest confidant. Okay. Uh, but then so, I don't know. Maybe that's like Koichi in this. Yeah, I I, I would say probably Koichi. Yeah. Uh, which for a little while here, I actually thought maybe would just die. Well, he uh, is very Krillin-like in appearance. Yes, that also the fact that he spends an excessive amount of time with his arrow in his neck. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of blood. Yeah, like it seems like he should not be able to survive as much as he loses in this. Yeah. So, uh... This guy's stand, though, is called The Hand, mm-hmm. and it, he's got, like, fucking Nike pumps on his palm. Yeah. This dude can pump up his hand, which is awesome. Pump up the hand. Pump it up. Yeah, I gotta pump it harder. Mm-hmm. So, he is super confident with, like, his right uh, his right hand, not his left, and Josuke kind of notices this, and um, in their like little scuffle, uh, he swipes out the no trespassing sign, so it ends up saying no passing, and so Josuke realizes that what his stand's power is, is anything that he swipes with his right hand, he basically erases. Uh-huh, and then like the other parts that are not erased just get stuck together. Yeah, and so he kind of starts showing this off by swiping at the air, which then erases the space between him and Josuke, so keeps, like, teleporting Josuke over for him to punch. Hell yes. Also, I really like the effect that the hand makes, and the sound it makes, and everything about the hand I like, and now you understand why I want one of those figures of the hand. Yeah, yeah I'm really actually glad that this guy sticks around as one of the main uh, cast members of Part 4, because, I mean, it's like, is he more of the hand? Also, uh, I could tell you now that he is the character I was talking about, like Polnareff, who has a stance so incredibly powerful they often have to figure out how to keep him out of the action. He just keeps getting hit in the dick with, like, flower pots? I don't know, gets turned into a baby or something. Ah, no! Not again! That doesn't happen. Oh, good. Uh, Anyway, yeah, flower pots. uh, Josuke figures it out. And uh, he ducks and some, like, nearby flower pots also get, like, teleported over and hit this guy twice in the <laughs> face and once in the dick. And that knocks, mostly knocks him out because then Josuke's like, I better suffocate this dude, too. <laughs> this is probably my, my favorite part. Wrap right? my fingers around his neck. And just to make sure he doesn't wake up, I should probably <laughs> strangle him a little bit. Not enough to kill him, but, you know, just... Just a little bit, just to, just to get me where I need to be. But as he's doing this, as he has his fingers around Okuyasu's neck, he as hears a noise. He hears a noise. Yeah. And then just <laughs> sees the top half of Koichi being dragged into this house. This is such a great shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's still got the same, just his eyes are completely white and just bloodshot, and his mouth is just hanging open. He's just groaning. Uh huh. Still has the arrow in him, too. Yep. Uh, so Joseph, or Joseph, 
oh jesus jonathan joseph jotaro joske is like oh no stop no i can heal him please stop doing that don't take him into the creepy house uh but it's too late it's yeah. in the house and uh this dude with pawn ref looking hair is there Oh, well, before this, I, I think this is the part where we get the scene of Jotaro showing up at Josuke's house. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. He... Meeting his mom. Yeah, so Tomoko was very uh, grumpy in the last few episodes. And she initially is when, like, someone, when she hears Jotaro ringing the doorbell. Uh, but well, then she... her dad just died, for one thing. Uh, Yes, but also it's consistent with her character before her dad died, too. Yeah. Um, but, like, total change character when she sees Jotaro because she thinks it's Joseph and, like, just immediately jumps onto him and starts saying, I love you, I love you, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Which, in Japanese, it sounds way more adorable. Yes, because... It's just like this kiss, kiss, kiss sound. She's going, ski, 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 ski. <laughs> And rubbing yeah, her then, face on him. Yeah, and Jotaro's like, what's wrong with you? When you met this dude, he was like 70 years old. Like, do I look like I'm 70? Yeah, this is, look at me. No wrinkles. Yeah. Uh, and he, I can't remember what he tells her exactly. Like, what so, he was there for. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. He says uh, that joseph can't come because he's way too old yeah but he does say that if joseph was there he would have done everything in his power to protect uh her dad as well as her from like all the stuff that's going to come because mm -hmm. uh, you know besides cheating joseph's a pretty good dude yeah he does uh he asks where josuke is she tells them he's not home I think that he just wanted to show Josuke his cool picture of Inyaba. Probably. Like, I, I want to say that's the only reason that he was really there. But then, yeah, he drives away and he drives right by the murder house. Yeah. Where this young boy was just dragged into. Oh, it, that all happens before that. Because oh, he, yeah, he drives right. away as they're walking, like, towards the house. Because there's that bit with the, the eyes in the shadow. Do you remember yeah, what I'm talking about? I, I do. Yeah, I guess it does take place earlier. I don't know. The thing with that scene is I had to place it anywhere and it would have worked. Yeah. Because so, Jotaro uh, never shows up. No. As soon as Jotaro fucks off in this episode, he's gone for the next two. So. Uh -huh. uh, much like part three, Jotaro does nothing of any consequence. Well, Jotaro's also not really a main character in this one anyway no i mean i would argue he wasn't the main character in part three either well he was one of them though like it was uh, an ensemble thing here he is definitely just like a very uh, secondary uh, Iggy was more of a main character than jotaro jotaro mm. loves eating people's hair while farting in their face yeah who doesn't? Mm. Uh, anyway, yes, he goes inside the house. Yeah, and... Uh, and uh, that's I, where this episode ends. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the stuff that follows with like a first glimpse of 
bad slash worse company isn't until like the next one yeah so uh let's see manga anime differences angelo's flashback is shorter uh jotaro is now seen reporting data about the arrow Dio and his stand The World aren't seen during Jotaro's discovery of the arrow just mentioned. Oh yeah, see that's where uh Jotaro also says that the arrow must have been responsible for Dio getting the world. Yeah, which makes me wonder if like this whole concept of the arrow being a thing was Araki recognizing like oh yeah, it's weird how like Dio would come back and then just suddenly have a stand. Yep. Uh, Okuyasu punches Josuke several times after revealing his stand's power. Hmm. This actually reminds me of something that was brought up to me. A bit of an inconsistency is if defeating Dio didn't get rid of the stands in the Joestar bloodline, uh, because obviously Jotaro still has his, Joseph probably still has his, and Josuke, who was a kid during the whole 1987 thing, grew up with his why did it suddenly fix holly's stand because like when they were first setting out they said like if they did defeat dio it should get rid of their stands that's what would save holly uh want to know what my theory is (laughs) go for it is a rocky like Probably not even a third of the way into part three realized that stands were popular and that there was no way he could drop stands from the Joestar bloodline. And so he's like, fuck, I hope I don't get called on this. <laughs> Maybe. Um, either that or oh, I wonder if it, would, if it would only remove ones that people like couldn't control, like Holly's. But then that's the thing is Josuke couldn't control his because he was sick in 1987 for similar reasons. Yeah. I don't know. But yes, you're probably right. Yeah. Something inconsistent in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I never. Who would have guessed? Such a tightly planned series. Yeah. You know what? I think this calls for a special return. One of our favorite bits. Oh, no. You know I what guess... Speedwagon would say. We probably should just not pay any attention to it. I don't remember. This was years ago when we had <laughs> Speedwagon actually having speaking lines in this show. Yeah. Well, he was alive then. That helped a lot. God rest his soul. That beautiful man. Yeah. Here we are, episode four, Nishimura, <clears throat> Nishimura Brothers Part Two. Yeah. So a whole bunch of holes open up in the wall behind Elder Nishimura, and bullets of some sort come out of the holes and start fucking everything up. Well, yeah. In particular, they uh fuck up Okusaka. Uh, who showed up at some point behind Josuke and got like a face full of bullets. Yep. They went into his eyeball. Yeah, they did. Of course, you can't really tell exactly what it is right now because they just look like a bunch of tiny pinpricks. Yeah, uh, that that are extremely symmetrical. Yeah, it looks cool. It does. A pretty neat effect. 
So Josuke knows that he needs to just like get the hell out of there, uh, but he grabs Okusaku uh, and jumps out with him. You're so close. One day. If I say it enough. Well, no, because so if you keep saying it wrong, you're just going to keep saying it wrong. Like, ad no, no, I, I said Av, I said Avdul or whatever I was saying, like, for a long time, and then eventually I just got it right. Okay. Like, I think I just say it wrong, but, like, different each time, and then eventually I stumble onto the right one, and based on, like, context clues from you, then I know which one to stick with. Mm. That's how I learn, because my brain is terrible yeah it's been rotted by anime yeah i'm watching dirty pear and rama one half at the same time as this my brain is riddled oh, with tumors now boy. yep anyway yeah okiyasu gets a whole face full of bullets including his eyeballs which is real bad, bad. that's not good for you no so Josuke, uh, he's like, tell me about your brother's stand and I'll heal you up. Well, that's outside. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he gets out of there with him, I said that. Oh, okay, yeah, he drags him out and gets his hand also shot Yeah. while doing that. Uh, but he's like, I'm not going to sell my brother out. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Also, should be mentioned, Okuyasu sounds like he has been smoking for 40 years. He sounds like they picked out a 60-year-old actor who starred in a bunch of, like, Japanese mafia movies. Yes. Like, he absolutely, is... he sounds like a Yakuza enforcer from a, like, Takeshi Kitano movie. Yes. And it is perfect. Yes. It is exactly how that character should should sound. Yep. Nothing at all like a high schooler. No. This is a grown-ass adult several times over. Yeah, he's seen a lot. You know, by the end of these episodes, sure, yes, he has, actually. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Joe's case is a nice guy, so he heals him up anyway. And he's like... Uh, Damn, dude, I'm dumb, but wow, why'd you do that? Like, I could just attack you from behind at any time now, dummy. That happens later. Uh, yeah. But, yes, he, he does heal him, but he also does a little goof on him where he acts like he's going to punch him and then just stops at the last second and heals him. Alright, yeah. Anyway, he goes back into the house... Let's see... Well, that's what... when he's he's following him, and he's just like, I don't know why he did that, like, I attack you to time uh but he also asked like why didn't you heal your hand the way you healed me and uh, so Josuke fills him in on the whole uh conceit of like oh i can heal other people but i can't heal the dead and i can't heal myself yeah well he, he says that because uh elder nishimura brother drags uh koichi farther in so then when Josuke goes inside, like, he has to go farther into the house, and then that's when Okuyasu follows him, and they yeah. see this. And so he sees uh, Koichi, like, sprawled out in the middle of a dark uh, room, and he is just like, okay, this is obviously a trap. Mm -hmm. uh, and so Okisaka is like, oh, well, you know, you did me back there, so I'm going to do this one favor for you. And he uh, compresses the space between the doorway and Koichi, uh, which teleports Koichi over. 
Uh, so he's like safe and sound now. Josuke's got him back. And then he's just like, all right, that was your one favor. We're even now. Uh, I'm not going to interfere with this fight, uh, either in favor of you or my brother. I'm just going to leave. Yep. Uh, and so Josuke rips this arrow out of this boy's neck. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but then he notices something scurrying around on the. Uh... It's not a baseboard. What 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 would you call that? Uh, molding. Yeah. I guess. Little little toy soldier running around up there. Uh huh. And then a bunch of them appear. Yeah. Here's here's the thing about bad company. Not a very good stand, really. Uh, no. But I love the look of the soldier guys. I do too. Uh, I also think the name Bad Company is terrific. It is. Do you want to know what's uh, called in my version? No, because I already know because I am oh, yeah. definitely on the same <laughs> subtitles you are now because it is Worst Company. Yes, which, which is, is great. Yeah, look, if you have to change the name because of copyright reasons, that's what you change it to, right? Yeah, Worst Company. Even yeah. though uh, Elder Nishimura just has Bad Co. on his collar, Yep, they didn't fix that at all. Nope. I mean, you know, in the opening credits, it says Crazy Diamond on a sign, and they never changed that, so... Yeah. Also, again, even in this uh, subtitled version, it they are very clearly yelling Crazy Diamond. Yep. So, and, I mean, I mean he says Bad Company in English, too, so... Yeah. I mean, I get why they don't change the audio or anything, like, in the actual yeah, visuals, well, too. Yes, it just makes it even more silly to me that the subtitles would then change the name when everything else is very clearly unchanged and you can tell exactly what it is. Yeah, there's one later, um, I forget what it's called, I think, or like which one it is, I think it's Traffic. It's almost... It just straight up has like a title card on screen showing it and saying like, Traffic! And then (laughs) they change it to something else, I don't even remember what the the english version is is. it's almost as if uh this specific form of copyright protection is stupid yeah it's almost like if you just fucking use the name of another thing thing like that should probably not be protected it feels like it should be protected under like parody or satire or something like that yeah, I think like the distinction you would really need to draw there is whether or not using that could be interpreted then as a tacit endorsement of whatever media it is that's utilizing it, which this is absolutely not. Nope. Like, if you made that assumption, uh, that's just on you, frankly. Also, for something like uh, Bad Company, which is just, you know, a phrase... Yeah, like there's a movie called Bad Company. There's Battlefield Bad Company. Yeah, like that doesn't seem like something that would need to be changed. Like well, for it, example, Red Hot Chili Pepper. Probably, I could see a case for. Uh, Oingo Boingo would yeah. be another. But but then again, in the comics that I have, uh, which I don't know exactly if in a uh, part two, like some of those name changes were just. Iraqis things I know instead of Wham it's Whamu Mm -hmm. Uh, I know instead of AC Slash DC it's just ACDC Mm -hmm. Uh, But In my comic it's 
changed to Oingo Boingo. So I sort of wonder if at some point they just realized like, oh, we don't actually have to change these names. We can leave them alone. Yeah, I think so, because I'm pretty sure in my comics, which are the older Viz ones, I think it was still changed back then, too. Yeah. I It is almost like all of the censorship in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is fucking garbage. Yeah. All the black that appears all over the place, like on Koichi's neck, uh, which that's in the uh, English dub, too. Yeah, that's actually not nearly as bad this time though, because it is just a little spot. And I it suppose, doesn't, but it's it doesn't it's like black the out English... the bad company wounds or anything either. It's still weird though, because in the English dub, I think that that would be one of the things that they could kind of lighten up on, because we're not as squeamish about gore in America as they apparently seem to be in Japan. We've had that whole conversation before. Yep. So I, I don't know. I, I want my old like fan subs back where they were saying fucking shit all the time. I'm not too fond of that, but I do dislike oh, was, the blackness. It was great in my versions of it because the way that they used it did not actually feel out of place whatsoever. Okay. But the, the, the people handling that, the subs to uh, the fan subs um, honestly did a pretty good job. Well, I can tell you, even in the official subtitles, uh, next week's batch of episode is going to have some really choice phrases in it. So Is it going to get real fucky? Mm, no, but Aww. it's it's still going to be really like much more vulgar than you might expect. All right, hell yeah. yeah. My favorite JoJo is the vulgar JoJo's. Like, Yukako gets really fired up sometimes. I uh, like my JoJo. JoJo's nasty. Like mm. a real dirty. Just yeah, as long as fingernails aren't peeling back, I'm. No, look, I already told you. Like this time. part is not nearly as gory as previous ones. Yeah. So, uh, bad company shows up. Mm-hmm. Starts shooting. Uh, they got Apache helicopters. They got tanks. Mm-hmm. And they're chasing Josuke and Koichi around and. Uh, Koichi actually kind of saves Josuke's ass here because he spots some of the tanks, uh, pulls them aside, and then Josuke's like, oh, wait, how'd you see the tanks? Koichi, he has a stand now, too. Oh, no. Because of the arrow. Uh, So Elder Nijimura shows up. Punk? I thought you you were a little wiener kid. I didn't think you'd have a stand, but you do. By the way, to the listeners' apologies when George drops out, uh, we're having to do this over Discord because, oh, no. again, there are problems. Uh, uh, I said Elder Nijimura shows up, and he basically says to Ichi that he thought he was a little punk, he was a little wiener child, and that he wouldn't develop a stand, but he was wrong. Which actually kind of goes against the rules of the arrow, because it's supposed to be that if you survive through your own will after being shot through it, then you get a stand, except here... Koichi probably would not have if not for Josuke. Maybe, because I, I think he survives way longer than any human being should with a arrow through the neck. Mm, so I guess you yeah. could argue that that was him surviving through his own willpower alone. Like, if if somebody just... I mean, Elder Nijimura yanked the arrow out of Angelo's neck. 
but Angelo didn't die when it got shot through his throat. True. So I think it's like, if they survive, even if somebody else pulls it out, then they'll probably still develop the stand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so Koichi has a stand, Nijimura really wants to see it, like, so bad. <laughs> I just want I just want to see a little bit of it, just show it to me. Show, show it to me, stand, get, get in your stand. I want, no, it's it's fine, Jessica can watch. I want, I want a really good look at the stand. Yeah. So. It might be what I'm looking for. What I've been looking for this whole time. Come on, show yeah, it. No, 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 no. We'll go upstairs and we'll and then we'll show my dad. <sighs> Keep my dad chained up up there. <laughs> he likes it. It's fine. We got him we got him a box that's got all he needs up there. It's, it's okay. He does his doo doo and his pee and his pee pee and it's fine. He's up there sewing rats to pigeons. <laughs> we give him a bucket of fish heads. Yeah, we're not we're not cool with the pigeon thing. We're trying to get him to stop. So uh, Koichi gets a tutorial on how to summon a stand. Yeah, hold down X. Yep. Summon your stand. Uh, tap the R trigger. Uh, and so he farts out an egg. <laughs> that's, that's all he does. Yep. As an egg rolls across the ground, just goes like, huh, guess your stand sucks. Yeah, it's just like, all right, here it comes, here's my stand, and then... Hey! Koichi then yells, I choose death, and grabs the arrow, shoots himself in the neck again. Uh, uh, so Nijimura sees that the egg kind of cracks a little bit, and then he's like, oh, okay, no, you can like take it back now, I've seen all I need to see. Uh, but then in his own mind, he's kind of thinking like, oh, you know, that stand might develop into something interesting, but I guess we're just not going to find out right now. Mm-hmm. And we don't for the rest of these episodes. I thought nope. that we, I thought that would have been the thing that would have saved the day, but nope. Nope. Happens later. Next batch. Mm. It's like a Pokemon. Uh, See, you gotta drop it off at the daycare for a while. Oh god, when I was a kid, that fucking infuriated me when Misty got the egg, and then you had like this, just dozens of episodes where she's got the egg that turns into Togepi. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, oh, what's this thing gonna hatch into? Is it gonna be something from the new games? Is it gonna be this big reveal? And then it just looks like a little asshole. I mean, it was something from the new games that turns out. It was, but... but then it wasn't cool. Like, at that point, at that age, I was like, oh, I wonder what cool thing's going to come out of here. And then it was a dork. Yeah. It's a little I mean, dorky egg yolk looking thing. You've got Psyduck running around and you would think like, oh, it must be something even better than Psyduck. <laughs> exactly, because as a kid, yeah. you don't realize that nothing can be better than Psyduck. But still. No. Yeah. Togepi My bar sucks. for coolness was Slowpoke, personally. Slowpoke's cool too. And Snorlax. I like all of the lazy or confused Pokemon. Yeah. When I hit 16, I was a real fan of Lickitung, because I was also extremely into Conolingus at that point in time. Teens were not my finest years. I'm all about anal now. <laughs> Please say something. I'm writing down the 
time codes of what I have to delete. Oh, no. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's an egg. Um, <laughs> wait, let's, uh, what happened? Uh, yeah, they, I they kind shoot, of forget shoot what happens. Like, them. This, yeah, they, they, they get separated. Basically, and I can't remember exactly how it happens, but oh, oh, this when uh, Elder Nishimura says that I know what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to take out your legs, and then your arms, and then your head, because he's going to systematically destroy him like a chimpanzee. <laughs> oh God! That's what chimps do. We've gone don't over they, this before. Don't they uh, break the jaw first? That way you can't bite back. Uh huh. Oh. And then they break your hands so you can't hit them. And then they uh, tear off your genitals so you can't rape them. Ah. Uh, yep, that's what chimps do. Anyway. What's going on through a chimp's head that its first thought is like, well, first I need to make sure that this person doesn't fight back, and then of course what they're going to default to is rape. <laughs> I don't know. It actually might, that might come first. I'm not sure. It's... But those are the three things they go for. That's even worse. Why is the chimp thinking, like, <laughs> am I going to be combated with something? Clearly it's going to try to rape me before anything else. I mean, have you seen chimps? Those guys. Uh, I've heard 911 audio involving chimps. Oh, here we go. We already have an... My chimp exposure. We already have an episode that is tagged 911 <laughs> chimp-related calls or something like that. Do. No. <laughs> No one, we, oh, we, nobody man. needs to. Man, yeah. Uh, this also kind of reminded me of Dragon Ball, the bit where uh, Piccolo wounds Goku's uh, legs and then his arms, so he can't fight back. And then he tries to shoot him with a beam, but then he left one arm. That mm. was his undoing. There's a part later that reminds me more of something Piccolo related, but we'll get to it. Mm. Uh, but yeah, somebody regrow an arm. Yes. Well, did you forget? I actually think I did. Oh no, yeah, no, no, I remember now. Sorry, I'm thinking of like, I'm thinking like, when did Elder Nijimura like regrow a limb? I don't remember that happening. Oh, why? Like somebody regrows an arm? You dumbass. Duh. <laughs> yes. Okay. So uh, he, he step just starts... steps on landmine. Uh, that yeah. messes up his foot Fucks his leg up real good Yeah, uh, and they shoot some missiles at Josuke Which hit, I guess they hit Crazy Diamond's arm But then that that messes up Josuke's arm too Yeah, his arm and leg uh, bleeding a lot here Even though they're completely clean of blood by like the next episode Yeah He can't Joe heal knows. himself though, remember Nope, so that's just uh, his natural healing factor, I guess I don't Josuke know. is Wolverine yeah, so the benefits of being an anime character. Yeah. Like how Polnareff got half his damn thigh blown off It was just walking around. Well, yeah. Put uh, some band-aids on it. A-okay. Mm -hmm. Wrap but, up those two missing fingers in electrical tape. You're good to go. Fight this vampire. But Elder Nishimura then is like, all right, I've got you cornered. Here we go. But Josuke uses Crazy Diamond to reform two of the missiles and shoots them directly at Nishimura and explodes him. Yeah, so for for this moment in time, I actually thought that he straight up killed him. Nah, somehow he did not. <laughs> nope. 
Even though it so, totally uh, should have. I, I I don't remember where this episode ends. It's there, like after he explodes okay. them. That's I don't know end. where I begin and the episode ends. You're going to need to take notes next time. Ah, uh, yeah. No, I've learned my lesson. Uh, let's look here at the wiki for manga anime differences. You know, to be fair, I am remembering a whole lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. Uh, Josuke is now seen bandaging his left hand from Bad Company's attack when entering into the house. So I guess <laughs> Araki Great. forgot about that. Yeah, awesome. So that's just put it up on the board. That's another wound that just magically heals. Yeah. Oh, uh, Rocky. Certain soldiers of back Bad Company lack the unique face paint that denotes their rank. Instead, all soldiers have the same face design. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah, well, um, that would be a lot to animate. Yeah. You just copy and paste the same model. Oh, uh, Keicho, which I guess is Elder Nishimura, is now longer... What? Oh, is... <laughs> they made him longer in this version? <laughs> it, it, I guess it's supposed to be no longer, but it uh, says, is now longer, directly shown getting hit in the face with Bad Company's missiles. Instead, the house's second floor windows are shown with smoke coming out of them as an explosion can be heard. I just really like that that reads that they, like, elongated his body. Just stretched <laughs> him out. He elongated Nishimura. Yeah, too bad we'll never get a Rocky's notes on that one. You mean Suda? Uh, well, I want to hear what a Rocky has to say about elongating Nichimura, but yes, I would like Suda's notes too. I really I, miss I Suda was says. About, yeah, I was about to say I, I sorely miss Suda's notes. Yeah, but I so I looked and there the Blu-rays of Part Four are out in Japan, so I don't know why Suda's notes aren't here. Because they're slacking. That's nothing. I guess. Yeah. yeah, JoJo Wiki people. You know, if you want, you know, my head canon is just that uh, little Nijimura uh, took his hand through this whole thing, and that he just erased all the pseudo notes and compressed the space between us recapping these episodes. Okay. Sure. Why not? Yeah. You know, whatever sick fantasy gets me to sleep at night. I always say. Yeah, I always say that. Yeah, right before I go to bed. As I lay me down to sleep. My sick fantasies. Remember Something that time something. that you... We will say got me a totally legal copy of Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds murder ballads, and I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to listen to this while I go to sleep tonight. Uh-huh. That was a really good call. <laughs> Yeah, laying in bed listening to that Stacker Lee song. Ugh. I should mention, I totally legally own all of the Nick Cave albums. But You do. I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> wait, no. Wait, may Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Yeah, um, who knows? Keep the audience guessing. Yeah. Uh, legal albums I own. Let's see. I got uh, Best of Hall & Oates. Uh, best of... Wang Chung, you sent that one to me. Uh-huh. Uh, I Have Fear of a Black Planet. Which I also sent to you. Yes, uh, a Rodney Dangerfield album. Which, which I also, also sent, sent to, to you. <laughs> yep. And that's no respect. Uh, 
three Bill Cosby comedy albums, which you did, uh, which I need to be clear, you also sent those to me. That's true. When certain uh, events happened, I decided I need to get rid of these. I know who I'll send them to. Yeah, pass the curse on. Like the uh, so speaking of passing curses on between friends, there was this thing we did a while back where I got it. I think it was that I got a free. No, uh, I did. Okay, I couldn't remember the genesis of it, but so you got a free copy of a Witchblade comic that you had sent to me, and then when I sent you a bunch of stuff, I sent it back, mm-hmm. and then you sent it back to me, and it kind of changed hands like this for a while until eventually, uh, during a free comic book day event at the local comic shop, I snuck in this contraband Witchblade <laughs> and just slipped it between some comics and into the curse. Well, you ended it for us. Yes. Somebody else probably got it at some point. Yeah. No, technically what I did was much worse than keeping it going between us. Yeah. I I do like, though, that somebody one day, maybe, it wouldn't actually happen because it's Witchblade, picked up this Witchblade comic and took it to the front counter, and this dude's just, for the life of him, trying to find it in the database. Like, weird, this isn't scanning. Yeah. Uh, I mean, from what I know of comic shops, uh, inventory is very fluid, and they would probably just look at the list price on the back and be like, "Yeah, I'll take this much, yeah. whatever." Yeah, like it, it would, it would be fine. Don't buy uh, trades from comic shops. I'm telling you now, it's a ripoff. No, absolutely not. Uh, but then, like that's also what makes it so much. What I did is because then I've probably tricked some poor fool into paying list for that Witchblade comic that you got for free. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, I'm the bad guy. Well, no, or you could look at it as uh, helping out <laughs> a struggling brick and mortar comic shop. Actually, uh, Top Cow's the bad guy because they're the fuckers that put that comic onto the market. Yeah. It's all on them. Top Cow has a lot of problems. My hands are clean, because I don't work at Top Cow. I don't work for anyone. It's always super weird when you see, like, an actually good writer come out of Top Cow. Like, uh, recently, Brian Edward Hill has been doing a lot of really good stuff, and previously, all of his stuff was at Top Cow. They and always like, come out, what though. What happened? Like yeah, but they come out, like, after the cops bust some serial killer and free all the women from his basement. What? The first time they... Like, if they come out of Top Cow, they're released from Top Cow, and they're a good writer, it is like a... I am sure, oh, because oh. they're no longer at Top Cow. I they see. are free. They, I... they can go get a job with a respectable publisher now. Yes. No, I... From the way you phrased it, it sounded like you were saying any good writer from Top Cow only comes out after they have released the women in their basement. <laughs> well, I've been doing some writing for the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Wikia. Uh, been having an effect on me. Top Cow is now longer. <laughs> oh no. Alright, so Elder Nishimura got exploded. Yeah, don't worry, he'll show up in ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, and then he'll disappear again. Uh, permanently? Yep. Or does he come back? Okay. Oh, no, that's right. <laughs> no. no, never mind. No, I remember the thing. Yeah. I forgot for a second, but now I remember. Mm-hmm. 
the part where this became extremely Persona 4. Yep. So, uh, Josuke's just gonna leave, and then Koichi's like, uh, no. Stand arrow. Bad. Destroy. Mm-hmm. So Josuke's like, yeah, I guess you're right. So they go upstairs, uh, they see the stand arrow, uh, but they hear something in there, like a chained up animal, and so Josuke is like, okay, I got an idea. You run in there first. You wave your arms around like an idiot. You big old distraction. <laughs> Koichi, your code name for this operation is Bait. And then I'll use my stand, uh, and I'll destroy the arrow, and then we're just run. Yeah, it's we're just going to run. Technique, you said. Just yeah. So. As soon as they start putting this plan into motion, and a gross leper arm just rips out and grabs, pulling him in. Mm-hmm. So Josuke uses a crazy diamond uh, to punch this dude's hand, but he punches it clean off. But then he starts freaking out because he's like, "Oh shit! I didn't mean to do that." I only meant to punch him a little bit, not enough to sever his entire hand. Yeah. Uh, they then see that this thing is, like, vaguely humanoid in shape, but is, like, covered green skin, like, covered in tumors, uh, had, like, a kappa, I guess? Yep, pretty much. He has, like, a beak. Yeah, so he regenerates his arm in the corner, but then he also, like, scurries across the ground and grabs his severed arm, and then just, you know, starts eating it. Well, waste not, want not. No, just mix it in with some Fanta. You have to use every part of the Kappa. Gonna go right past that. Yeah, I am. EWC reference. I am going to. <laughs> A wise choice. So, uh... Yeah, they're trying to figure out what this is, and then Elder Nijimura shows up and is like, ah, it's my dad. Hey, Pop, what are you doing in here? He eat his hand again. He's doing that all the time. Yeah. Put a few PBR in them, and then dad goes night-night. <laughs> uh, so-, so he starts explaining uh, this the tragic background of his dad, which is basically, um, see if I remember this right, his wife dies, and then he, like, loses everything, and so he makes a deal with Dio. Yeah, because it was uh, in 88, during the big Japanese financial boom, as seen in Yakuza 0. Yeah. Uh, and But yeah, he, he loses all of his businesses and all of his money, makes a deal with Dio. Dio puts a uh, flesh bud in his brain. Bud. Yeah, we didn't forget about those. Nope. Uh, uh, so when Dio dies, the flesh bud starts going crazy, and it turns him into this like hideous mutant thing. Here's the deal. I guess this means this is what happened to anybody who had a flesh bud. Yes. And so it's never specified exactly which of Dio's assassins had flesh buds, but considering the way that Kakyoin and Polnareff behaved before theirs were removed, you could kind of safely assume that, like, it's possible all of them did, other than the nine Egyptian gods. Like, they seem to be working with Dio completely willingly. Yeah. But also most of them died. 
Yeah, except for a few though. Yeah. Um, and I'm including Whole Horse in that. I'm oh, worried no. about Whole Horse is what I'm getting at. Yeah. No, Whole Horse I bet didn't have it because he was basically just a mercenary. You know, I suppose it's true because he did try to kill Dio at that one point, and if he had a flesh bud, he wouldn't do that. Yeah. But then, like, even in Yaba, didn't she have a flesh bud? I don't think so. Because I think Inyaba yeah, was, like, sort of a, one of the masterminds behind it. Yeah, but then he, like, still didn't trust her. Yeah. That's why he had one of the worst stand users kill her. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, look, point is, I'm sure one of those weirdos probably got flesh-butted and is also now this, like, hideous mutant chud thing. Good. Which is kind of weird to think about that, like, some of these characters who managed to survive uh, maybe would have been better off dead. I mean, isn't that true of all of them? flesh butt or not? Isn't that true of all of I mean, look at us? Angelo. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know. Would you rather become a mutant that ate your own limbs or a gross rock uh, where kids walked up to you and said, yo? Possibly for all eternity, because I guess like you're part rock now. I would probably go with the mutant thing. I think I would go with the rock. I get to see how the town changed, you know, and see different people walking by me every day. And if they're saying hi to me, that's something. That's something. That's a very yeah. optimistic view of, more of being trapped got, for eternity. It's more than I got going on for me right now. Mm. Okay. Or I could be a gross monster thing and eat stuff that's bad for me, and I feel like that's already the life I'm living. Same. I'm doing it. Just a, a picture of the Nijimura's dad with big mood under it. Most relatable character in JoJo's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, Joe's kid's like, oh, I get it. You're looking for your pops, and that's why you've been shooting people Hold with wait, these arrows. But he's looking for a stand user who can heal his pops. Yes. His dad, his pappy. Uh-huh. His old and, man. And is like, nope, I'm looking for one that can kill him. Yeah, he's like, I've tried to murder my dad like every he just keeps coming back. God, Discord's so bad. It is. It's constantly no. cutting you off. I, I actually paused there for a second because I saw it cut me off in real time. Are you using push to talk or just the no, voice? No, nope, just you, the voice. You should use push to talk because the voice thing does not work well. Mm, I'd have to get, I'd have to set it up. And we're okay. almost done. So, next time. Hopefully there is no next time because hopefully Battle.net won't have maintenance again when we need to do this. Yep. Isn't it kind of weird how Battle.net has the best voice chat of like any app? Yeah, yeah it is actually. Uh, Out of everything that we've used it comes through the clearest and the most consistently. And yep. it's fucking Battle.net. Yeah. What the hell? Like, I, to some degree, I guess what makes sense with all the MMO stuff that they're doing and the fact that, like, Overwatch, they want to focus so much on, like, team cooperation. But, like, how the fuck does Steam not have an acceptable one? Yeah. Other than the fact that, like, Valve is shit. Like, more shitty than fucking Blizzard. Mm-hmm. 
But Discord, like, that's the whole thing with Discord is it's supposed to be about, like, chatting with people, voice chat. Like, that's the whole selling point. And it sucks. Yeah. Uh, like, now it's got some, uh, it keeps telling me when I enter a game, like, press these keys to open the overlay. And if I do that, it takes, like, a good two seconds before it pops up, and then trying yeah. to type anything into it is really laggy. It's, yeah, I did that bad. a few times with uh, Overwatch and was like, this sucks. I'm just going to, like, alt-tab out if I need to say anything because it's faster. Yeah, it is. Which is bad. That's not how that should work at all. Nope. I need a stand user that can kill Discord. Mm. I keep trying and it just keeps coming back. Yeah. So, yeah, Elder Nijimura says something like, man, we even, like, grind them up and he still comes back. Which, yeah. like, I like to imagine him just... Feeding him into a meat grinder, like oh do 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 do, putting my dad through here, making some ground dad. Put him on a conveyor belt, and at the other end was a bunch of like axes slamming down. Mm-hmm. That didn't do it. Just burn him in a factory, and yeah, didn't do it either. Yeah, they can't kill their old man, uh, so they need someone to do it. And so he's been going around shooting people with arrows, but that's like also been killing a bunch of people. <laughs> Well, gotta break a few eggs, make an omelet. Yeah. Uh, so his old brother shows up, and he's just like, you know, maybe we've been kind of going about this. Maybe Josuke actually could heal our dad, and Josuke's condition for this is, you need to let me break that arrow, and then I will see what I can do. It's it's not even a, I will definitely fix him, and then once I have fixed him, then you give me the arrow and I break it. It is like, I break this first, and then uh, if this doesn't work out, I guess you're shit out of luck. Yep. So, um, Elder Nijimura's not into this, honestly, kind of understandably, uh, but he also sort of points out, like, you know, I've committed too many murders to back out now. <laughs> no going back, point of no return. Yeah. Uh, so as he and his brother are fighting over the arrow, uh, the outlet starts freaking out near them, and a electricity stand pops out. Yeah. And, uh, Elder Nijimura pushes the brother out of the way and takes the full force of the attack. Uh, the attack being that he is now getting turned into electricity. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of. We are electricity in our course between worlds. Hmm. It's going to end up like that arc of uh, Superman from the 90s when, you know, Superman was both the electric blue Superman and the electric red Superman. Oh, no. Yeah. I was thinking he was just going to go in there and, like, eat Bozio. Like, get really sick. Go in there and what? Eat Garzambozia, or however <laughs> you pronounce that. I don't know. Look, to be fair, every time they've said it, they, t- they said it in weird backwards talk. I don't know how the fuck to pronounce that. Garmanbozia? Garmin Bozia, okay. Yeah. Cream corn. Yeah. Twin Peaks is Well, it's not actually cream corn. Well, it's yeah, just meant to represent just... it. Yeah. Garmin Bozia, pain and suffering. I mean that's what I feel when I eat cream corn, so The Nijimura brothers live above the convenience store. <laughs> you know, actually though. There is something in here that's kind of like that. Yeah, not far off. No, I mean something later that's pretty similar. Hmm. Stand with like an alternate dimension that's like a red room sort of thing? 
No, not like that, but... Because that would be neat. But there is kind of like a equivalent. Anyway, mm. we'll get to it. Okay. Uh, Elder Nijimura starts getting sucked into the outlet, uh, so he does not seem like he is having a good time with any of this. Yeah, and the stand introduces himself as Red the Hot the Chili Pepper. Yep. <laughs> or just Chili Pepper in our version. And, uh... So as he's uh, getting sucked by Red Hot Chili Pepper, uh, he starts screaming to his brother like, This is your fault! You killed me! (laughs) I saved you and now I'm going to die! Don't forget, you suck! (laughs) Last minute guilt trip. Like, he's honestly not that far off. Like, I think he just calls his brother stupid before he gets sucked in there. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, uh, Josuke noticed that what might have been, like, a stand user, uh, like, above them through a... Oh, God, why am skylight. I not the name of that? Skylight, thank you. I wanted to say sunlight, and I know that's not right at all. Uh, so they jump up there, uh, and they don't see anybody, but they do see the fried body of Elder Nijimura strung up on some telephone wire. Uh-huh. Which is, uh, as I pointed out earlier, extremely Persona 4. Yep. And you were doubting how much of Persona 4 was so clearly based on this. I'm trying to remember, uh, in Persona 4, I know there was one on like a bunch of TV antennas. There was one on telephone wire, right? Like, specifically that. I don't know. Yeah, I remember the ones on the antennas. I don't remember if there was actually I'll, one on wires. I want to say it was their teacher is the one on Maybe. the wires. I'd have to look it up afterwards. Because you never directly see any of them, I think. They're just no. mentioned. But, I mean, they're they're still strung up and sort of contorted in a very similar way. Yeah. So, it is, uh, look... Here's the thing about Japan is they don't quite have the same view that we do as far as um, if you did something like that here, you'd maybe get called out for just completely ripping something off. Although, I don't know. I I think that maybe that actual example would be more of a homage. But uh, they've kind of mentioned in Japan or in interviews I've seen with like manga artists in Japan, the sort of... um, There's not quite as much of a view of it being taboo to copy another artist they view that i guess um if not complimentary they're just more blasé about it yeah we've talked about this before we did okay but well anyway yeah like if persona 4 directly lifted that out of jojo then i think the perception of that wouldn't be like a negative thing in japan it'd be like oh whatever yeah yeah we've talked about that before because of the multiple instances where Haraki just saw something in a movie and then redid fair it. point yeah it probably got brought up I'm just not remembering but um anyway yeah he's dead yep maybe I you know put some band-aids on him walk nah, it off nah he's dead you sure yep alright it's Jojo so I don't know. I can tell you with certainty he's dead. When we get to part All five, right. I won't be quite sure anymore, but uh, for now I can tell uh, you this guy is dead. Yeah, who knows? He might show up in part five. Doubt it. Calling it now. Elder Nijimura, big player in part five. <laughs> yeah. Look, I was right about a lot of things with part four, so... 
Yeah, that's because you saw thumbnails. You can't fool me. No, I I saw some, but definitely not all of those. Yeah, right. Anyway, uh, meanwhile, Jotaro shows up again, because uh, I'm literally just now remembering that, yes, he is in two episodes. Yeah, just barely. Yeah, uh, he's at his hotel, he gets a call. The call is from Red Hot Chili Pepper. The thing I always take away like both the first time i saw this and this time is how cool the display is on japanese phones of this era how it's like this dot matrix thing i guess i didn't really notice yeah well because like our phones all have basically the eights you know because you can make any number or letter out of that eight symbol and so uh but theirs is um just like this little dot matrix thing Hmm. yeah it was Really cool looking. Uh, I might need to go back and watch that again. I, I did not really notice the phone too much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he he gets a phone call from a Chili Pepper stand user who's just like, "Hey, I got the arrow you wanted. I'm not giving it back. It's mine now. And please Joe go. Taro please go like, home. Who gave you my number? Don't Unsubscribe. Worry, I just called the hotel up and I was like, through. To Jotaro Kujo, and they're like, oh yeah, it's not a problem. Yeah. You might want to talk to the hotel manager about that. It doesn't seem, I mean, any weirdo. That's not good. Also, not good is Discord continuing to ruin this, so I'm glad we're near yeah. the end. Yeah, just cut that last bit then. No, so I'm already you... having to edit too much. I'm having ah. to edit in. Uh, ah. <laughs> Uh, something I've written down at this part. I don't know what this is. And then uh, the uh, you should listen or listen to Speedwagon. Just relax. And then also a clip of Danny DeVito saying "egg" from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> so I don't want to have to edit anything else. Oh, finally, my twenty-week plan to get Danny DeVito into this podcast paid off. I did 20 it. Twenty week? He was in one of the earliest ones when I put in the clip of him saying "dead air." Ah, shit! <laughs> Fuck! I could have been sleeping this whole time. <laughs> really messed up now, man. So, yes, he calls. He's just like, "I've got the stand arrow." Uh, I have big plans for this arrow, uh, but I would sure like it if you just went away because it would be bad for me if, like, you were here, you know, doing stuff with me and this arrow. Mm -hmm. But also, like, you know, it's not going to concern you and it's going to be fine, so maybe just uh, let me do my thing. Please? (laughs) Please? But Is it cool? Is it cool? Like Not, I would, you I would really me? like it. Uh, so Jotaro's is like, "Who is this? And how did you get my?" So Chili Pepper freaks out and blows the phone up. Yep. Then the next day, uh, Josuke opens the door and finds Okuyasu there, who is, oh, does my. not really seem to care at all that his brother died. Uh, you know, um, he had a night to sleep it off. When your dad is a hideous, uh, pustule-riddled lizard monster, I think you sort of just let a lot of the world roll off your shoulders. Yeah. Kind of let just point, go with yeah. it. 
you gotta cope somehow. <laughs> you know, you buy dumbass clothes with billions written on it. Well, hey, come on. First uh, of all, that's clearly just, custom. He didn't I'm buy that. Joking. It's a great jacket. If anything, I'm envious. That's obviously you know, plus, a school uniform that he did all that stuff to himself. Plus, you know, now he's probably got a whole bunch of spare trillions jackets that he just needs to grow into. Yep. So, well, silver lining. He'll have to kind of clean it up a little bit. No, it's just elongate himself, then it'll fit him nicely. <laughs> sure. Just Mr. Fantastic his torso <laughs> out. Well, we don't know what his left hand could do. Maybe it can create space between objects. Mm, wave no. it over his wave it over his stomach so he can get longer. Then look, realize that's a bad idea as he starts vomiting up blood uncontrollably. Look, his stand is called the hand, not the hands. You should never give yourself the hand. By the way, that's also one of the strangest like band references. Yeah, I was gonna say I actually don't get what that's in reference to. Oh, it's just the band. Neil, uh, Neil Young's. I was about to say Neil Simon. R.I.P. Neil Simon. I never would have. Okay, I wouldn't have made that. Well, clearly I wouldn't have because I did make that connection. Yeah, that's a really weird one. Yeah, that's a. That kind of seems like a bit of a stretch. And there's like another one like that, that I'm trying to remember right now, but I can't quite. Cameo. No, everyone knows. <laughs> what? No. Everyone remembers Cameo from their hit song, uh, Back and Forth. Mm-hmm. You know, the one, the music video starts and a cod piece flies at you. Manga anime differences. No we'll cod finish pieces this. in this episode. They took that out. Yes, there is. What? Uh, one of the stands has a very noticeable cod piece. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you didn't notice? What's wrong with me? I'm not noticing cod piece? Apparently not. You need to take another look at the hand. Uh, Nishimura's father's transformation scene is extended. Uh, oh, Okuyasu meeting Josuke for school is added. So that's a good addition. Here, uh, Keicho's recollection begins 11 years before 1988. Oh, hi, you're back. Huh? You're back! Okay. You cut out for like a good 30 seconds. Eh, you're not missing anything, it was just, I'm going through the manga anime differences. Wait, so did I not pick up during any of that for you? Apparently not. Instead, well, great. instead of the manga's 10 years, 1989, which mean the year before his dad's transformation instead of starting immediately there, probably done for a clearer storytelling... Oh, God, whoever wrote this is a fucking idiot. Since the story is now told in chronological I'm order sorry. instead of going 10 years back, then a couple before then to go back to 10 year before. <laughs> Holy Christ! What the fuck? is like if I wrote a math problem. <laughs> If the Kappa dad started transforming at 1989 instead of 1988... Yeah, I don't know. Ah, uh, solve for X. The rest of these are fine, and then you get that word salad. Uh, in addition, when showing the flashback of Dio, instead of Dio in his revealed form standing over Earth, only the obscured face of Shadow Dio is shown. 
in the picture of the Nishimura family, the symbol on Okiyasu's bat is removed. Uh, Keicho's death scene is slightly extended, with electrical interference effects added to his face. His body is also altered, with his skin and clothing now electrically charred instead of rended and lightly smoked. Mm, I love a rended and lightly smoked barbecue. Delicious. Uh-huh. Alright, that's it for this batch of episodes. Uh, next week, not only free of the tyranny of Discord, we'll be talking about uh, episodes 6 through 9, which are Koichi Hirose, Echoes, or Reverb, depending on depending on which version you're watching. Uh, personally, I... Was- Reverb. Yeah, personally, I actually like reverb more than echoes, but whatever. I, I guess I'm, I don't know. Through... I have no real opinion on on a lot of this because, to be honest, I'm probably not going to know the original name for a lot of this if it's just going to stick to these subtitles because that will be my first exposure to it. Yeah, but you can also hear them saying it. I, yes, but then, like in the case of that, where it's just in the next episode thing, and there is no voiceover, and it's just the title. Mm. So yeah, I I wouldn't have even yeah, I would have known when I started it, but yeah. Well, a lot of the ones they change in here are pretty minor. It's stuff like you know changing red hot chili pepper to chili pepper. Um, yeah. So, but again, I actually do like reverb as a name more than echoes. Like for note, some reason, I... just like having a plural name for a single stand is weird to me. But what? Yeah. Uh, I do not like Red Hot Chili Peppers, the band. Like, at all. Yeah, no kidding. Ugh. Who does? I have known quite a few people who do, so I thought that was like a controversial opinion for a very long time. No. Then thankfully, validation... And this no, is why we are friends. Also here, not mentioned in the manga anime differences, I can tell you something. Uh, the anime changes the design of Red Hot Chili Pepper so he doesn't have a giant dong. Aww. Yeah. Kind of a bummer. Anyway, they next time... They shortened him for the anime. It'll be uh, Koichi Hirose, Echoes or Reverb, through... Yukako Yamagishi Falls in Love Part 2 We'll see you then on Stand and Deliver Yeah, maybe (laughs) You're not committing yet? Well, look If we decide to do this and It's just like, oh, you gotta do You gotta do uh, Discord time Because Battle.net's down um... Yeah, we'll probably just uh, go for another day yeah. This sucks. Reschedule it. Yeah, this is terrible. And we pass the suckiness on to you, the listener. Yeah, deal with it. Really apologies, but uh no, I'm done recording, I don't care anymore. There is a town in North Ontario. Still need a place to go
change.